It's the Adam Ritz Show, a social awareness talk show touching on fellowship, leadership, philanthropy, and more. Adam hosts the show on location from coast to coast, interviewing college students, student athletes, campus administrators, professional athletes, and social experts about social issues ranging from bullying to Twitter and everything in between. And now, it's your social awareness radio host, Adam Ritz. The Adam Ritz Show on campus in Peoria, Illinois. We're at Bradley University, and we are broadcasting in front of this live studio audience. All right. Well, thank you all so much for the warm welcome. Uh, This show travels the country to cover community service and philanthropies and just great causes uh, coast to coast. Today we land in Peoria with uh, Sigma Nu member Daniel Larson. Hi, Dan. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. We want to learn more about what you guys do with your philanthropy and community service here at uh, Bradley in the Peoria area. Yeah, we like to work a lot with uh, local churches and as well as the Boys and Girls Club of America down here in Peoria. Uh, We usually volunteer our time two to three times a week and go and play with the kids, like play basketball, paint pictures with them, whatever they want to do. Uh, we just go as a support system for them to, you know, have someone there to be, to be there with them. Is that the same thing, going to the church to work with the Boys and Girls Clubs, or are those two different two things? things? Okay, so let's talk about the, the church thing. What do you guys do? Explain more detail what the church thing is. Uh, we volunteered our time as a service project, and we painted the entire uh, school. We repainted the whole school for them in, I think, two days, two and a half days. So That's a lot of work. Congratulations. Thank you. Let's have a round of applause for, for the Sigma News here. I'm going to call Sigma, the closest Sigma New chapter to my house and see if they'll come paint my house, if you guys are willing to work that hard. What's the uh, Boys and Girls Club uh, thing? You work crafts with them and read to them? Yeah, so the Boys and Girls Club of America, it's uh, after, every day after school at 3.30 to like 5 o'clock. Uh, they're in the Boys and Girls Club, and they're just doing whatever they want to do. So we go and we'll paint pictures with them. If they want to play basketball, we'll play basketball. If they want to sit and play with their thumbs, we'll pl- sit and play with their thumbs with them. Just It's just like a support system because they really can't go home until like 5 o'clock when their parents get home from work. So Now, it, when you play basketball with them, and I have to describe for our listeners that you're about 4 foot 11. Um, <laughs> No, what are you? About five, six, five, seven? Yeah, five, six. So, you, you know, you, you start playing hoops with a bunch of first graders. Do you take control? You start facing them, don't you? You yeah. slam that ball right back in their face. Yeah, I just post them up. I just post them up. <laughs> I just posterize them. Post them up. All right. Well, Dan, uh, we appreciate uh, you representing your fraternity and all the hard work you guys do and, and everybody here at Bradley University. Give yourselves one more round of applause. Thank you so much for hosting the Adam Rich Show. Our next guest is Haley Getz. Haley is a Bradley University student with a service sorority, and she is the philanthropy chairperson for the sorority. It is, uh, what is the name of it again? Epsilon Sigma Alpha. Epsilon Sigma Alpha. Haley, how are you? Thank you so much for joining us. I'm good. Thanks for having me. So you are, as the philanthropy chairperson, you're the person in charge of raising awareness and raising money within your service sorority. First of all, Uh, explain for me and my listeners uh, what a service sorority is. We've heard the term sorority. You know, we can think about uh, a bunch of young ladies on a college campus living in a single dwelling and having uh, maybe um, 
um, a get together at a fraternity. That's not what this is. You're, this is a service sorority. Yes. We don't have a house, but we are a group of girls. We have a meeting every other week on Mondays. Um, we actually do do fraternity exchanges. We have date parties. We kind of have a little bit of a social aspect, but we focus mostly on our three philanthropies and doing service and getting you know the community better for us helping them. Very good. And so you, now you piqued my interest. Uh, there's three. Yeah. Three philanthropies that you're involved with. What are those three? Okay, our main one is St. Jude. That's who we raise most of our money for. But we also have Easter Seals and Hope for Heroes. So those are our three. And I have chairs under me that are specific to those three. And then we work all year to raise money and awareness for all three. Okay, let's start with St. Jude's. Um, that's a great national philanthropy, um, working with sick children and their families who otherwise couldn't afford to get the medical care that they need. Um, is there a single annual event that you do just for St. Jude's? We actually have ESA Heart St. Jude Month, which is the month of February. So February, we're just jam-packed doing stuff, everything we can. We do little things. We do big events, all sorts of stuff. And we just, the whole month is full of St. Jude. And there's a fraternity on campus, Delta Upsilon. They are also are um, St. Jude's, so we work with them. And we just get everything together in that month. That must be nice to have uh, another group of guys you can lean on for the mm -hmm. same common goal to help St. Jude's. Uh, you do Easter Seals. Okay, tell us about that. Easter Seals is um, a an organization that is for kids who need their they're not fully physically developed. So you know we we have a group of girls that go and they do water aquatics with them and they you know work their muscles and stuff because they don't otherwise you know. They don't have the physical capability to you know, go play a basketball game or something. So. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Um, um, Haley Getz is our guest, and she's explaining the uh, philanthropy projects that her sorority, her service sorority, uh, let me see if I can get this right, Epsilon Sigma Alpha yep. is the <laughs> sorority, uh, service sorority here at Bradley University. And that third sort of project you guys do is for who? Hope for Heroes. Hope so, for Heroes, a military thing? Yep. This okay. one's kind of newer to us, so we're still working on it. We're looking to do a... Um, kind of like an obstacle course, like a warrior dash with the Marines on, on campus here and raise money and awareness for them. It's for um, heroes that are like hurt, you know, they just for come back from battle. So you want to set up one of those obstacle courses with mud and they fire mud. where you have to like, you crawl through fire and mud and, cl you know, climb rocks, climb a mountain, and, and uh, it's all for charity. So I, I'd do it if you didn't set me on fire. Well, I don't think they're going to let us tear up the quad, but <laughs> if we could... <laughs> Okay, well, those are all great projects and great philanthropies. Uh, we love meeting students like you that get involved with their communities. Uh, one of the reasons is because um, a lot of college kids get a bad rap, especially in Greek life, sororities and fraternities. A lot of middle America thinks that you guys are a bunch of partiers and you're not making this planet a better place. But doggone it, Haley Getz is here to tell you that they are making this planet a better place. So hats off again to your service sorority Epsilon Sigma Alpha, and can we learn about that uh, sorority online? Do you have a Facebook page or anything? Um, yeah, we have a Facebook page. It's Bradley, Bradley Epsilon Sigma Alpha. I'm, yeah. So through Facebook, just search yeah, Bradley, Bradley Epsilon Sigma Alpha, mm -hmm. and you'll be able to find uh, these projects that they work with, and maybe even say, write a message on the wall and say hi to Haley. If you need anybody to come volunteer anywhere, contact us, and we'll send our girls. That's what we do. We send people. <laughs> They're making this planet a better place. Thank you, Haley. Thank you. Fellowship, leadership, and philanthropy. Conversations and interviews from all over America. It's the Adam Ritz Show.
continuing now on the campus of Bradley University in Peoria, Illinois. We're joined by a young man. He's the philanthropy chairman of his fraternity, Sigma Nu. This is Sean Nolan. Hi, Sean. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, and we love learning more about philanthropies on college campuses with Sigma News at Bradley University. Uh, what do you guys do to raise money and awareness for charities in and around town, or even uh, nationally for that matter? Uh, basically, we uh, try to raise money any way we can, really. through uh, We go through uh, certain stores, help us a lot, and... Uh, we, we try to find uh, places that will sponsor us and things of that nature. So, so is this a, uh, an elected position within your chapter house? Uh, you ran to become the philanthropy chairman, and uh, your fellow brothers and roommates voted for you to get the position, so they must know you're a man of character. And, uh, and you put your heart and soul into this to help uh, um, kids in the area? I mean, um, um, maybe sick people? Uh, I guess I could go on and on. You tell me, who do you, uh, wh what kind of groups do you work with and for? Well, we work for the Children's Hospital of Illinois, okay. based out here in Peoria, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Every year we do a run. It's from uh, ISU to the Children's Hospital in Peoria. It's about 32 miles, and uh, that's kind of leading up to, we have a philanthropy week, and we, that's all leading up to this run, and that's kind of our whole big uh, Grand finale, basically. So your, your big project is uh, is a run. It's 32 miles. I mean, that's farther than a marathon. Marathon is 26.2 miles. You yeah. do a 32 mile run. Mm, we, is it uh, teams? Is it we, one yeah, person we, uh, goes 32 miles, or you get 32 people to each run a mile? Uh, well, every year we have one kid that tries to do the whole 32. But yeah, we basically do it in like teams. So okay. we'll do it in shifts like three or four shifts usually. Okay, and uh, you said that's from ISU. Is that Illinois State University? Yes. Okay, so that's not even your your school. No. I mean, not. so that's that shows me, I mean, that's cool because yeah. uh, you're not afraid to reach out to other campuses to get other schools involved. So from Illinois State University to downtown Peoria, that's 32 miles between the two. And where's Illinois State University? Uh, it's in Normal, Illinois. Okay. So it's about uh, 20 minutes driving. Okay. And uh, 20 minutes driving, and it's about six hours running. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's quite the run, yeah. Okay, and so on an annual basis, that's your big uh, grand finale philanthropy. How much money does that event raise, that single event? Uh, last year we raised over $20,000. No kidding. And, yeah, in the grand total throughout the year we raised about 20000 That is fantastic. That is great. I talked to a lot of fraternities that – you know, do projects that'll raise fifteen hundred or maybe three thousand or maybe five, but twenty. That's a that's a congratulations. That's great hard work paying off uh, to benefit the Children's Hospital of Peoria. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Okay. And is there anywhere we where we can uh, learn about this, see this digitally, a Facebook page or anything? Um, well, I'm actually currently working on making a Twitter page and a Facebook page, but we also have a Sigma New Twitter page that will post a lot of stuff about that. I'm good friends with the guy that owns it so okay and that's uh, sigma new bradley university on twitter how would they uh, what's the yeah, app mention actually on that? the handle would be uh sigma new at sigma new bradley s-i-g-m-a-n-u-b-r-a-d-l-y-l-e-y okay at sigma new bradley uh learn more information about that 32 mile run uh, and i'm sure for guys like me that just want to give some money we can 
donate some money without actually running 32 miles, hopefully. Absolutely. Okay, absolutely, good, yeah. good, because I'd like to contribute to that and uh, make it uh, maybe $21,000 next year. That's awesome. Um, Sean Nolan, uh, thank you for all you do to make your planet a better place. It inspires us and our listeners to get up off our couch and make this planet a better place. Best of luck to you, sir, and thanks for joining us on the show. Thanks for having me. Hey, everybody, this is Sean McDonald, the head football coach at the University of New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Adam Rich Show. And welcome back to the Adam Rich Show. We scour the uh, country to bring you stories of inspiration and uh, foundation work, charities, uh, philanthropies, and today I'm proud, I mean, I'm so proud and happy to be outside the continental United States. We are on the Norwegian cruise line getaway in the middle of the Caribbean between St. Martin and St. Thomas, the Adam Rich Show coming to you from... uh, um, actually, it, it's a tropical paradise, and I'm proud to bring on the show as our guest, um, cruise director here at Norwegian Cruise Lines, The Getaway. It's Joel Sanchez. Joel, hi, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. Thank you, Adam, for having me here. I can't thank, en- thank you enough for your time uh, to talk to us uh, about your work with the Make-A-Wish Foundation, with the kids on board here. But before we get to that, uh, my knowledge and my point of reference for a cruise director, and I know you've heard this a million times, is um, Julie from The Love Boat, and I'm sure all the guests here on the ship they think julie love boat i've seen you on this ship i haven't seen you hold uh, a clipboard once or do anything that julie did on that show the love boat you are you're an entertainer you're you're is cruise director synonymous with entertainment director? I mean, you are on the stages and entertaining. You are making this fun for everybody. I mean, that's pretty much what it is now. Uh, that's why usually I introduce myself. A lot of people don't know what a cruise director actually does. So a lot of the times I say I'm the director of entertainment as well. But it goes hand in hand with what you just said. It's it's about getting out there, having fun with the guests. Uh, you know, you become a performer, a dancer, a comedian. Uh, I mean, you name it, most of the time we have to do it, and uh, that's that's what it is now. So it's no longer the clipboard holder, and uh, as you can tell, I'm, I am a male. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it's not, uh, I just would assume cruise director would be, you're the person with the clipboard that tells your guests what time shuffleboard is. And you, I mean, there's 20 stages on this ship, and you're on every single stage through the course of the day hosting uh, sexy legs contest for the guys. Uh, and I did say for the guys. Um, and then there's game shows you do. You're, you're dancing. You're hosting 80s retro dance parties. Uh, what's your favorite part of your job? Um, honestly, it's definitely the hosting of the parties. Uh, I mean, that always gets me going. I love seeing everybody out on the dance floor. Uh, having a great time, seeing the smiles on people's faces is definitely the highlight of of my of my job. And uh, I mean, I I feed off the energy of everyone else. So when the energy is nice and high and positive, I am having a fantastic day. And honestly, that's most of the time. Every single day of the week, uh, I I'm getting that that vibe. And if I'm not getting it, then I'm not doing my job right. So then I always have to uh, tweak things here and there. But uh, for the most part, that's honestly uh, hosting the parties, uh, getting people going is definitely my highlight. Well, the whole world's jealous of you. You've got the job <laughs> we all want. Cruise director on, uh, on a ship through the Caribbean. It's Norwegian Cruise Lines. We're on the getaway. Our guest is Joel Sanchez, and we want to talk about your work with the Make-A-Wish Foundation, uh, one of the greatest charities uh, in the world, and your kids, the Make-A-Wish kids that get on board. Uh, you see to it that they have a good time. Uh, what can you tell us about that? Absolutely. I mean, uh, 
as you said, we try to make make them feel as special as possible. Um, and there's a few things that we actually do. They, our Make a Wish kids, do get options of what they would prefer to do. So we we give them a full list, and especially on my side for the entertainment side, uh, a lot of different options that they do receive. Uh, you know, a lot of kids sometimes aspire to be performers, actors, uh, singers, and dancers. So some of the things that really, really kind of stand out, uh, we have some great world-class entertainment here on board, uh, such as Burn the Floor, Legally Blonde, the musical, and what we do is actually have the kids, uh, once they watch the show, they can stay after and they get to meet all the cast members. They get to take a, a photo with just themselves with all the cast members in costume, which is really, really unique. There's only a handful of individuals who actually get that kind of an opportunity. And we always extend that to our Make-A-Wish uh, kids. And uh, you can tell in their face how happy and how excited they do get when they have that opportunity. And that actually expands not only from our shows, uh, as I mentioned, Burn the Floor Legally Blonde, but we also have our Illusionarium show here on board where they can get a chance to meet all the magicians as well. And uh, it, it's really, really a very unique experience. Seeing a smile on a kid's face warms your heart. Seeing a smile on a Make-A-Wish kid's face, is uh, there's nothing better than that. And you were telling me about the uh, tie-in with Nickelodeon. This ship, the uh, the kids' area, the, the kids' swimming pool, like, I don't know what you call that, the water play area, the water park. Um, there's SpongeBob and Patrick Starfish is out there. Um, first of all, just curious, what's the tie-in between Nickelodeon and Norwegian Cruise Line? Well, Norwegian, and, uh, Norwegian Cruise Line and Nickelodeon has partnered up just to bring a, a different experience on the high seas and uh and it is it's it's absolutely amazing we have some great nickelodeon events programming that's available to all our kids out there and uh even for our make-a-wish uh families that do come on board we do give them an, an additional extra event so a lot of times we have some events known as uh nickelodeon uh poolside nick live poolside and uh a kid will get slimed up in front of everyone and uh most of the time to be it is awesome right you've seen it on tv before so we make it happen here uh on the cruise ship and um out of you know sometimes you have four or five hundred kids out there to get selected but we always make sure that our make-a-wish kid gets selected and if they're not they're not into being in front of that big crowd well then we do a private sliming for them where we bring that that uh exact event to just them, to the family that uh, that they're there with, of course, and uh, and it's a unique experience. So they get slimed uh, on their own. They get the pictures uh, and the memories to go along with that. And uh, you know, if they have some, as you mentioned, SpongeBob or Patrick, or you know, we have uh, Dora and Diego. If if any of these characters are their favorite characters, we'll make sure that either. They get woken up one day, one morning by their favorite character, kind of oh, just stop cool. stopping by uh, their stateroom, or they have a private meeting greet where they could, uh, you know, just take some great photos and uh, have that type of experience. How, now, wait a minute. You're telling me that the, the SpongeBob uh, mascot, the character, that giant square outfit can fit through the hallways and through a doorway of a stateroom here? <laughs> Believe it or not, we've made it happen. Uh, yes, he does walk <laughs> sideways, <laughs> but uh, we find one way or another to make it happen. 
That's fantastic. Uh, the work with Make-A-Wish. Uh, if you know a Make-A-Wish family, uh, look into NorwegianCruiseLines.com. It's probably, I think it's NCL.com because um, this put a smile on anybody's face, especially a Make-A-Wish kid. And also disaster relief that Norwegian Cruise Lines works with. You were mentioning Katrina and some of the tsunamis around the world. I mean, you're obviously involved with the high seas and uh, NCL, Norwegian Cruise Lines, has uh, funding for those kind of uh, efforts as well. Absolutely. I mean, I've seen a, a lot of times when uh, disasters do strike, uh, the company will send out memos uh, fleet-wide just mentioning, especially to all the families that are affected, which a lot of our, a lot of where the tsunamis usually hits, a lot of our crew members are, are from, uh, heavily from the Philippines, Indonesia, uh, so forth and so on. So they will always send out memos letting, uh, letting passing along the information as to what was donated of course our condolences to the families that were uh, directly affected but i have i've I have been thoroughly impressed on the amount of support that the company does uh, provide to the crew members especially uh, for the family members that are back home we love meeting companies that get involved and make this uh, planet a better place, and Norwegian Cruise Lines is one of them. Joel Sanchez is our guest, cruise director here on the Getaway, one of the ships of the uh, NCL, Norwegian Cruise Lines um, fleet. And uh, before I let you go, I want to just have some curious questions from being on this ship. Sure. Uh, when we're in the middle of the deep blue sea, how deep is the water? Uh, I mean, at times, uh, I've heard up to fifteen to 25,000 feet. Oh, my gosh. So it's uh, no no deep diving right here yeah. for you. <laughs> um, okay, I saw a couple service dogs. Uh, when we're uh, a day at sea and we're nowhere near a tree, where do these service dogs go? Yeah, we have, uh, they, they, <laughs> funny enough, I mean, uh, we do have special uh, containers and boxes that are available for them uh, near their stateroom. They're kept in uh, in crew-only area. Of course, you don't want to see that kind of hanging around in, uh, in our guest corridors, uh, but the guests are aware of where they can take the dogs. And uh, I mean, for the most part, these dogs are very well-trained, so they will not go unless they're in a special uh, box, per se, uh, if you may. But we do have uh, we do have it for them. Okay, all right. Uh, how long are you on this ship? And when you get off of it, where do you go on vacation? So my contracts are four months on, four months on board, and then two months off. Uh, so it's not a bad gig, you know, yeah. being able to kick back, relax for uh, eight weeks, not doing anything. Yes. Uh, it's pretty fantastic. And back home is New Jersey, North Jersey for me. So on vacation, you work in the Caribbean, and on vacation, you go to Jersey. That's right. That's that's my vacation, <laughs> funny enough, right? <laughs> that's so crazy. Uh, Joel Sanchez. Joel, I'm sorry. Joel Sanchez, our guest and cruise director on Norwegian Cruise Lines, The Getaway. Well, you're an entertainer as well as cruise director. I can see you going somewhere in Hollywood or in the music industry. <laughs> you dance. Great. Uh, is there a personal digital profile that our listeners can look at for you, a Facebook or Twitter that you like to push out? Well, I'm, I am on uh, Facebook, uh, Joel Sanchez or Jersey Boy. That, uh, that's my uh, synonymous nickname here on board. Uh, so definitely uh, you could uh, follow me on there. Love to uh, always love getting new followers and uh, just putting out information. It's uh, The industry is enormous and you know, hopefully we'll see where, where I go from here. Well, you've made my trip on this ship a lot of fun, and we thank you also uh, for your work with the Make-A-Wish Foundation and for disaster relief. It's Joel Sanchez. Thank you so much for your time. Adam, thank you for having me. It was great. Get socially technical with The Adam Ritz Show. Facebook, Adam Ritz Show. Twitter, at Adam Ritz. It's social, technically.
Okay, the show continues. We're rolling on in Tyler, Texas at the University of Texas at Tyler with assistant soccer coach of the women's team. It is Erica. Hi, Erica. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing really fantastic and uh, even even better now that I've learned about this uh, uh, service project that your players do um, called Team Impact. Is that right? Team Impact? That is correct, yes. And uh, it's really cool. You've sort of uh, adopted a um, a child uh, terminally ill with uh, some sort of cancer. Uh, please explain how this works and how you got involved with this, how your players and really the student-athletes got involved with Team Impact. Absolutely. Well, it was about a month and a half ago, I would say, Team Impact actually contacted my boss, Coach Webb, and asked if we'd be interested in just embracing this little girl onto our team. And she's an eight-year-old. Her name is Emma Ralph. And she was diagnosed when she was three years old with Fanconi anemia, which is a bone marrow disorder. And since she was diagnosed, she's undergone bone marrow transplants, chemotherapy, she constantly is traveling back and forth to Boston where they do her Fanconi anemia research. And she is just the most fun, full of life, happy-go-lucky, spunky little girl that we have ever met. And uh, she really has just been a joy and a light to our team since we've gotten to know her. And um, she is just that. She's a member of our team. And she comes to practices. She comes to team events. And um, we look forward to having her on our roster for next season for the first time. That is cool. And, you know, I've got, I'm no doctor, but that, I've never heard those words before in my life. What is her disease called again? Fanconi anemia. My goodness, some sort of a bone disease. That's correct. Um, now, okay, so the genesis of Team Impact is uh, fairly simple. We're uh, player um, student athletes at the University of Texas at Tyler, and we want to we get involved with our community and, and help out um, w- with a child with cancer. Okay, that's a great idea. How do we do it? How how'd you meet her? Was there were there candidates? How did she get involved? How'd you get connected to her? I guess is what I'm asking. We were actually contacted. We were really blessed. We were contacted by Team Impact. And they oh, okay. asked if we wanted to take this girl onto our roster, and we were thrilled by the opportunity. Ah, um, I get it. Okay, so Team Impact is. I'm going to guess a national initiative that Absolutely. works with student athletes across the country. That's correct. And okay. they actually, once they found us, we were one of the first teams in our area. Uh, and since we took on Emma, our volleyball team has then taken on Becca, which you um, met, I guess, earlier. Yeah. Okay. So team impact. Again, I'm a, a communications uh, major, so I can put the one plus one equals two. So uh, teamimpact.org is what I'm going to guess. I would say that's probably I would say right. that's got to be right. And, about right. <laughs> and if I'm wrong, then uh, please, we encourage our listeners to Google Team Impact. And uh, what about a more specific Google search for, can we learn more about um, her and Team Impact with your team here at University of Texas, Tyler? Absolutely. Our little teammate, Emma, has a Facebook page as well called Prayers for Emma, which has thousands and thousands of fo- followers. She's gotten to do some amazing things. Um, she got to meet um, Taylor Swift and go to her concert wow, cool. and she's done all kinds of fun things and she really is a Facebook sensation so I encourage you to check her out there because she has a lot of uh, encouraging and uplifting words and pictures and things that just could inspire you to live every day to its, to its fullest. And that's prayers for Emma on Facebook. That's correct. Okay Erica assistant coach at uh, UT Tyler with the uh, female soccer team, women's soccer. Um, You also played soccer at the University of Texas in Austin. Tell us about your college career. I did. I played my four years there from 07 to 11, and it was a great time. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I 
I'm just glad I can give back to the game as a coach now that my my career is over from a playing perspective. And yeah, it's a it's a great sport, and I wasn't ready to leave it just yet. Well, I've got to ask you. Uh, we do a lot of work with professional athletes and student athletes about personal responsibility, alcohol, drugs, and how it can affect your life. Uh, and I got to believe I'm certainly not. Um, um, convicting you of, of being an alcoholic or accusing you of being a, a drunk party girl. I'm not at all. But what I am uh, bringing up is that the University of Texas in Austin is a party school. It is a huge party school. How, uh, how did that affect, I guess, your daily regime or how you approached your student athletics or, or just being a normal student on campus? Was it difficult to juggle that? Was, uh, was it a problem for some of your teammates or other people on campus? I don't know exactly how much you want to get into this, but uh, that is definitely some research we can do at the University of Texas in Austin that you have firsthand experience. Um, Yes, definitely. <laughs> Alcohol was a was a big part of college life. Um, you might think I'm a liar, but actually I don't drink alcohol, so I was one of the minorities. It's actually kind of dubbed a joke that I was the best DD in all of our team, and I was kind of our team mom, but it definitely <laughs> did play a huge impact. It definitely um, you know, affected some of my teammates, some more than others, but I was just really blessed that, you know, I was very focused and determined in my schoolwork and in my, in my soccer, and um, my heart kind of steered away from it, but mm -hmm. it definitely is a, is a forthcoming issue, that one that needs to be addressed, and that's why I think this presentation was so great for our student-athletes to hear, because you do feel like it can't happen to you, and it can, so, um, yeah. Well, it's inspirational, that, uh, and it's a great lesson for everybody to learn that if you don't drink in college, you're the designated driver like Erica was. Uh, you can move on at a young age and become a, an assistant coach at a university, get involved with Team Impact, help the community, and do great things for the rest of America the way Erica is. Thank you so much for joining us on the program. Before I let you go, I want to have a little bit of fun with you. South by Southwest, the big music festival in Austin. Uh, have you been? Which, you've had to have gone to that. You're, you haven't gone to that? I actually did not go to South By, but... You really were a great student-athlete student at that campus if you didn't go to that. I was a very focused student-athlete. Okay. Yes. Well, then, I've never been either, so, so maybe that's one of our goals before we leave this earth. One of us is going to have to go to South By Southwest. That sounds like a deal because I've heard it's, one, it's a great party. So. <laughs> All right, Erica, uh, thanks again for your time. Best of luck here at the University of Texas, Tyler. Thank you very much. It was nice to meet you. The Adam Ritz Show is recorded live, both in studio and across the country. For information on this broadcast, including how to hear this show on a station in your city, visit adamritzshow.com.